<laughs> Welcome to the Afterthoughts Podcast. Alongside me, Ryan. Yes, yes, Doug. <laughs> I'm here, man. <laughs> Kayla and Jacob. Hey. How are you guys? Hey, do, you ever have, do you ever have one of those yes. mornings where you're singing in the car and you're like, I think I'm a pretty good singer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every I all morning time, of man. my entire I, life. I don't often, but I did today. Yep. What were you singing? Um... Justin Bieber. Which one? Off My Face or whatever that's here's, yeah. <laughs> here's the question. I think I'm killing this right now. <laughs> here's how you know. When you pulled up to a red light, did you continue singing? I did. Or did you turn the music down and like... No, no, no. I kept those. going. Oh, then you're a great singer. So I'm a good singer. That's all. Yeah. Tell Speaking Emily. Speaking of voices. Ethan on the word You've been messing with your guys' voices with the Alvin and Chipmunks sound effects. You've been doing sound effects on us? Yeah. Prank. Do we sound got cool? you. Yeah. You sound Is it still going? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you. <laughs> it's not you. It's not anyone. <laughs> Doug feels like a good singer every day. Every day he's like, oh, he just is a good singer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our, our last episode. It was a tremendous hit. The funniest? Uh, is it still, the best? Is it still Chipmunks? Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's we're back. Listenable You're in the here. clear. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's be serious, we, yeah, guys. Yeah. I wish our production crew here would take the podcast seriously. <laughs> um... YouTube called our last episode because mm -hmm. I looked at the words under the video. It yeah, said yeah. the funniest and most helpful episode. What yet, an which honor! Means a lot that yeah. YouTube called it that. And we have, you know, we have a faithful Afterthoughts audience, and some Love of them it. comment. So Come I wanted on. to just respond to a few sure. of those comments. Yeah, let's go. Josh Capers, I'll say it. I'm Afterthoughts' biggest fan. Josh, love you, Josh. Josh, we're your biggest Deal. fan. <laughs> Leon, no, Leanne, loved was cackling at the take on Harry Potter and Voldemort. Which was great. Get out of high school, Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody is a, a Slytherin. Yeah. It's the first thing I'm going to do after I take over the world. Take your Letterman jacket yeah. off. Grow up. <laughs> move on. Krista, one of the best Afterthoughts podcasts yet, and that's saying a lot. Very nice. She Lynn works for YouTube. Gave a really serious uh, response. I definitely mm -hmm. self-sabotaged God-given potential. At some level, yeah. I thought I was accepting and justifying my flesh because I'm human. Thank you for that perspective. I get that. Come Love on. Love when people yep. are listening. We got uh, congrats <laughs> on our Forever Viral. The guitar player guy was saying CD Lamb taking the Cowboys, which didn't work out. Oof. Asked about merch. I think you can get Red Rocks merch on redrockschurch.com and they'll mail it from Denver. Yeah. Um, but there was a question hmm. that I wanted to um, tee up because... Darth Ribbit, which is an amazing <laughs> name. And the picture it's not your brother. I don't know. The, okay. the picture is Kermit the Frog with a hood on. Well, it might be JJ. It might be. Yeah. If it's not whoever you are. That's I love that name. name. Darth Ribbit. He asked if we could go into more detail about the part where we were talking about accountability yeah. and that mm. it's best to have if you're a guy, have a guy as your accountability partner and not right. a girl right, right, or vice right. versa. And okay. why is that? Does anyone yeah. want to speak to that a little bit more? Yeah, I'll give a quick answer. Usually when we talk accountability partners, we're speaking of helping each other not give in to sexual temptations. So you're struggling with pornography, you bring that up to the group, mm. um, you find somebody to be your accountability partner. So if you do mess up, you can tell them not so they can judge you, but so they can make sure you fall forward mm. and they meet you with grace, but then they challenge you and they push you and you're not isolated in your struggle. Um, usually it's something very intimate to your life. Yeah. And so when, when you have a, a guy and a girl friendship and you're, you're sharing very intimate things, mm -hmm. um, in this case, 95% yeah. of the time it's something sexually intimate that's going to just 
mm-hmm. breed intimacy yeah. eventually between, I mean, every, almost like every time. Yeah. Every time. I, it, yeah. I, I promise you that's the direction it heads in. Or it becomes complicated if one person gets into a relationship with somebody else, but right. their closest person is right. like a guy with another female. And then all right. of a sudden his girlfriend is kind of like, this girl knows everything about you and you've built this intimate relationship yeah. and that's your go-to person to talk about us. I think that it's, and also I'll just say it, uh, men and women are different yeah, and yeah. think differently and operate yeah. differently. Uh-huh. And so there's a way that we can't relate to each other Correct. and that it's easier for me to talk to one of you guys about certain yep. things than it is yeah. a woman. Yep, that's um, good. So that's, I think that's good advice. Uh, I wanted to follow up on something else because I watched the first few minutes of our last episode and okay. I, I, I am, I guess, behind the times. I did not know that Legos had electricity now. <laughs> I saw you're that talking Logan's, about Logan's Christmas oh. present. Yeah, there was real. Dude, like you no. were saying, you were an electrician. I thought you were joking. No, <laughs> like, yeah. No, this isn't. It's um, oh, yeah. it's a different brand. So oh. it's it's the same concept as Legos. Yeah. But I talked to Logan about this. It's not the Lego brand. It's a different brand that oh. there's more things other than like the building. Was it like a mountain cabin or something like that yeah. that he was building? Yeah. So it it had like the electrical components and whoa. It's funny because it's yeah. stored like in the basement, like how it actually would be. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's That's like you're cool. building. It's like you're yeah. building. You learn a lot about how a real house is built by That's building awesome. this. Really That's cool. Really cool. Okay. Yeah. I'll yeah. put that on my uh, my birthday list. Well, it is the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving. Don't I think we've me. brought it up in every episode. <laughs> the last four. So That's, there you go. It's, it's really become a character of the After Dark Podcast. <laughs> wait, just wait until June 16th, man. No need to send me I your birthday wait. list, man. <laughs> yeah. We got you. Already discovered what I want. Um, <laughs> real quick, just hit some sports real fast. NFL playoffs are happening. Upon us. Yes. Wild weekend. The Cowboys no, got it, destroyed. No, wild card weekend. Thank you. Wildcard weekend. <laughs> yeah. Cowboys got destroyed. Oh, yeah. Eagles got destroyed. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Matt. Some shocking stuff. Uh, let's do some quick predictions for this weekend. Okay. We got Ravens, Texans. Ravens. Got. Mm. I, I got to say Ravens for McKenzie. For McKenzie. Oh, yeah. The Texans look but so good. But the Texans good. are hot. Yeah. They look I'm going Texans so with the upset. Okay. Ooh. Shock the world. Chiefs, Bills in Buffalo. Bills. Bills. I just have to pray that it's the Bills. Please, yeah. Bills. There is nothing I want less than the Chiefs back in the Dude. Super Bowl. Did you see that how much snow they came year. back to? I think to? we can all agree huh? on that. Did you see how much snow they came back to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was insane. Wild. Plus, yeah. your brother is the biggest. <laughs> My brother's a Bills uh, fan. Bills fan in the world. <laughs> so that's so. important. For, for JJ. <laughs> He's trying <laughs> hard. He's part of the Bills mafia. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay, then we have on the, the other side, we have the 49ers with the Packers. 49ers. 49ers, 49ers yeah. yeah. Although, Jordan Love looked great. He really does. But he's got a promising future. We're going 49ers. The Packers are the one team that's really done the waiting in the wings thing with the quarterback oh, well. Yeah. And they've yeah. done it so well. For Chad Brugman and Rudy Valentino, the 49ers. The 49ers. Yes. And then yes. the Let's Lions go. Buccaneers. Dude, I want the Lions to go to the Super Bowl. Me too. Yeah. All in on the Lions. That would be awesome. Yep. Yeah. That's the dream. Yep. Okay. We'll, we'll see. And that takes us to questions with Kayla. Oh, yes. Welcome back, Kayla. So good to have you. Thank you Let's so much for joining us again. <laughs> Happy to be here. Um, first question. If Red Rocks had a mascot, what would the mascot be and why? <laughs> just, just the Red Rocks amphitheater. Rock. <laughs> yeah, I picture just a giant. Like an emoji rock kind of guy. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. But it's red. Yeah. But like, 
Why sports not? wise. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? Or what's that? But it's red. Like sports wise, yeah, that, that would really yeah. make sense to be a rock. Okay, a mountain lion. Oh. Ooh. Because mountain lions live, well, in the mountains. Right. But red rocks, there's a lot of. Uh, yeah, good. There's a lot of mountain lions. Speaking of my brother. Lion of Judah, you we, know what I mean? Lion yeah, of the we could be mountain lion. There's some mountains over there. Maybe yeah. there were mountain lions. Yeah. Maybe David killed a mountain lion. Huh. Yeah, maybe. Benaya killed a mountain lion in a snowy pit. Exactly. In a, in a pit on a snowy day. Speaking exactly. of that, it's so cold in Austin right so now. So cold it's in absolutely this office. Miserable. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it's like 50 degrees in this office yeah. right now. Yeah. In I'm, our I'm professional studio. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'm it's on a... 50 degrees <laughs> right now. I'm dressed to go snowboarding for a yeah. podcast yeah. right now. Yeah. It is <laughs> brutal. Um, next question. Which two companies would you like to be sponsored by? Oh, good question, because we have a lot of companies trying to sponsor the <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah, which so ones are we going to choose? more of a business discussion right <laughs> I now. I think Athletic Greens, <laughs> just Athletic so we have Greens. a, a, a healthy start to our days. That would be great. Um, it's probably a more lucrative option out there. <laughs> nope, <laughs> Athletic Greens. And free s- <laughs> shake every morning. Like Tesla <laughs> would be a good example. Nope. AG1, baby. Tesla's you guys sponsor a local podcast. For sure. Yeah, well, yeah. this isn't real, so we can have fun with it. No, let's be practical. I'm just to get the that Broncos. free that free Ooh, shake. The Broncos. <laughs> Dude, give me my, my shake. Athletic green smoothie and then probably United Airlines. Mm. Wow. First yeah. class. Yeah. Anywhere. Fly business class anywhere around the world. Nice. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's quite how sponsorships work. That they just this, give you like well, sponsorships. Yeah. 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 Oh, perfect. Why, why yeah. are suddenly you guys being so practical about a question? I just think, listen, if don't push it, man. If we're going to be flying all over the world, we should have AG1 to keep Ooh, us healthy. What about Titleist? For our immune systems. Ooh, Titleist would be fun. That'd yeah. be a good one. I was saying Nike. <laughs> like, yeah, but Nike but. would be great. But shoes, but they don't, they don't do golf now. You're right. Oh. Let's say Titleist and United and Athletic Greens because we get three now. <laughs> and Tesla because we all get Cybertrucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the new Matt Black Cybertruck. Yeah. And NASA yes. for our next moon episode. Good. Perfect. Good idea. That would be Good. cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> they can yeah. subsidize some of our costs. <laughs> we don't have yeah. to use our entire budget for the year. <laughs> that would really, that's smart. Yeah. Great. Athletic Greens and NASA. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, so. Perfect. <laughs> me and Kinsley saw the, the moon again last night. Oh. She talked about when I was there. Wow. She asked you me about it. You just talk your memories. Yep. Of it. <laughs> so good. I wonder if AG1 has a special uh, like meal for space. Nope. You know, they not yet. Nope. Not yet. <laughs> Maybe they can work on it. <laughs> yeah. When he goes back. Yeah. 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 If they can develop that. Yeah. I'm not going until they have that. <laughs> okay. But Doug's you could demands all, are clear. Okay. AG1 and NASA. You, you understand? Could, you could hit a Pro V1 <laughs> off the moon. You could drive it out into space Ooh. with our title of sponsorship. Man, that'd be the first time I ever lost one. You, it wouldn't be... <laughs> you wouldn't set the world record because it's not on the, the Earth, but you could set the universe record for longest yeah. drive. Wow. That's Send true. that drive into orbit. Although he said there was, what, 1,700 people living on the moon? <laughs> oh, so yeah. yeah. Someone may have already broken that. Oh, no, yeah. no one's tried it yeah, yet. Can we <laughs> check on that? <laughs> Jacob, can we double the check on that? The certainty with which yeah. Doug answers questions about the moon is great. <laughs> Continue, Kayla. All right, I have two more. Um, Are we still Alvin and the Chipmunks? Is that still no, going on? you're good. You're okay. in the clear. <laughs> yeah, put it good. back just for this question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? <laughs> um, become a professional golfer. Yeah. Yeah, probably that. I still, I'm going to steal that answer, too. I would... Uh, Sponsored by Titleist. I would try to ride a 100-foot wave. 
Oh, that's a good one. And I would succeed at it. <laughs> Sounds like it. Passion. <laughs> yeah, so it's a rock, but, but it's red. <laughs> if you did it? What's that? Do you think you'd still have a lot of fear if you did it? Or do you think you'd be like... I don't think I'd ever be afraid of anything ever again. <laughs> mm, that's good. All right. Do it. <laughs> but this is only if I can't fail. Yeah. But you know that you're not going to fail, so why would you be afraid? That's true. Well... There's probably more noble answers, but I would invest I'm a pro golf. A thousand dollars into a low risk, low yield bond. <laughs> I will take my two percent over thirty years. <laughs> I would reach out to Athletic Greens to ask for sponsorship yeah. for our podcast. Can't fail. There you go. Can we tag them or do they have a thing that we can send us to to ask them if yeah, they we'll want to sponsor them. us? We yeah, would love to be We'll drink Athletic Greens on the show every Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Every yes. time. I have some right over there. Right there. Do some R and D. Yeah. Okay, In fact, hold on. Oh, oh there oh. we go. Oh. Make it happen, Captain. We might have to blur this out, Jacob, because we're not yet sponsored. But we, <laughs> loaded, we know we can't fail. Oh <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. Let's do this. I start my morning. Strength of power. I start my day every morning with Athletic Greens, <laughs> a comprehensive, convenient daily nutrition with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients made for just about. Everybody, wow. AG1, yours today. <laughs> Athletic Greens is Zealand. made in New Zealand for complete wow. supplement facts. Visit athleticgreens.com slash ingredients. We highly recommend it. Yeah. Thanks to our sponsors, yeah. Athletic Greens. Hold on. You guys Hold good? Nope. <laughs> I am well, we're, we're drinking it okay. right now. Deal. What'd they say? They're in. Yes! And they doubled the price that we wanted. <laughs> Business! Uh, I'm, I do have a. I'm putting together a masterclass on business, how to do a business deal. Okay, <laughs> on the good. lookout this year. Good, it's good. coming out on my birthday when I get those. <laughs> All right, keep going. Okay. okay, we'll take it off. Alvin and Chipmunk's voice off now. Oh, that was all in that. Yeah, you said our whole said. our whole sponsorship. Yeah, the whole. <laughs> okay, but we do want to be sponsored with serious voices by Athletic yeah. Greens. That'd be great. We do want with that. Serious yes. voice. Yeah, I don't really know um, how that works. We'll find out. Okay, here we go. Into kind of Doug's sermon. What is something you have changed in your life that required a lot of work? Why are you laughing? <laughs> well, I just saw the AG1 right there. That what? required a lot of work? Yeah. Hmm. Something we've changed in our lives. Uh, I'll, I can start with food. Um, I have the biggest sweet tooth ever. And mm -hmm. I, I just love, I love good food and I love unhealthy food. And so it's taken a lot of work for me, um, to, to really hone in my diet mm. over the last probably four, really since we started the church, maybe five, well, five years ago. Um, <laughs> thanks. I know. Thanks. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> my diet yeah, is my good. answer. It yeah. took me a lot of work. Diet. <laughs> it took me a lot of work to explain it. Yeah. We got there. Hey, but speaking of diet, athletic greens. Athletic greens. Comprehensive, convenient. Come on, you want 75 vitamins? Are you uh, kidding me? I actually have a serious and good answer. Are you guys done? And superfoods? Stop. <laughs> okay. Okay, oh, let's yes, answer your Doug, question. I'm sure we'd be yeah. fascinated Thank you, to hear Doug. <laughs> I um, was never I, I was never naturally confrontational mm. growing up, mm. and so working hard to become changing the connotation of confrontation, yeah. and learning to learning to be confrontational basically yeah. by like yeah. stepping into conflict yeah. and not avoiding it, nice. and getting comfortable in it, and learning how to handle myself and navigate and have tough conversations. It's taken a lot of work, 
Some of it I've done by choice. Some of it I've done because uh, I've been forced to, mm -hmm. and I'm very grateful for it. Nice. Say Good something answer. controversial. You mean confrontational? <laughs> <laughs> Those are two very different things. Good start. Are you? Okay. Good start. This yeah. is good. This is healthy. You guys having a yes. confrontation here over Ryan misspeaking. Great. Yep. Good job. Dude, I'm so cold. Yeah. I know. I know. So hard my to hands, put my words hands are together. Yeah. Um, I'll say something confrontational. No, I will not say something controversial. Perfect. Mm. Okay. That was great. Mm. Well, yeah. I'm mad now. Yeah. Uh, I was never and that's more, fine with okay. me if he's I'm now now doug's the funny guy <laughs> i was never a morning person mm. but i have become one i've forced that in my life and i've become i've come to love it love getting up early um not every day i don't love it every day but i i end up loving my morning routine yeah when we lived before we were all married a bunch of guys living in a house i would literally sleep until like the minute i knew i had to get up so i'd have just enough time to make it to the point that our roommates would be like, if I was up a little early, like before eight, they'd be like, whoa, yeah. you got like an early meeting today or something? Yeah. And that has changed <laughs> in my life and I'm thankful for it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Now I only have to sleep one hour a night too, thanks to that question. Oh yeah, so that's, yeah that's awesome. true. That's yeah. Yeah. You know what I thought about that question? When you're like, well, if you only, like if you had all those extra hours, everyone else is asleep, what would you do? You just meal prep because you didn't choose the other one to be able to eat anything healthy. <laughs> mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. kind of yeah. a lose-lose yep. there. Yeah, lose-lose. But a win also. And you'd have to eat a lot more because you're up burning a lot more calories. And so that's and, a lot more meal prepping. Room. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Is that all you have for That's us? That's all I got. Okay. That's well, all I got. Thanks again for being here. Yeah. Thank you Kayla. for having me. <laughs> um, speaking of change, it's a perfect segue. It's like you planned that. Yeah. Mm. Um, you just talked about you can change. Yes. We just gave examples of that, things that can change yeah. about us. Yeah. Um, it was a great sermon. Thank you. Powerful. Awesome. Needed. Wanted to talk about a couple things. Um, what else did you guys think about it? <laughs> that was it. That was it? Yeah. Yeah. I embellished, too. Oh, so okay. It was fine. Um, I, uh, when you talked about villain, victim, victor, yeah. or hero, yes, I wanted to dive a little bit more into that. You sure. brought up the Batman movies, which I thought was a great example. Yeah, thanks oh, for doing that. Yeah. That people have a choice kind of to what to do with yes. the pain, yep. and there's justification to be the victim. Talk a little bit about the victim mentality, because mm. I think you, sure, in a loving way, yeah. poked at that. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people live with that, especially oh, in this day and age. Oh, big time. So let's talk a little bit about that. Well, and that's one thing I learned from Donald Miller in that book, Hero on a Mission, which is so good, mm. that the, the main uh, characteristic of a victim is you're helpless and powerless. Mm -hmm. So you can't do anything, literally, unless somebody else intervenes and helps you. Yeah. It's funny because we're all born victims, essentially. There's nothing more helpless and powerless than yeah. a newborn baby. Yeah. yeah, you know, right. you think about animals in yeah. like giraffes being born, um, and, they just and they just start walking, just right away. and they start finding food. Yeah, I, my, <laughs> my one year old is just trying to walk. Yes, barely exactly. Not, it's we're pathetic. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so we all have that. You know, the reason yeah. I think you can there's all these different archetypes in the story, whether it's a victim or the hero or the villain mm -hmm. or the guide, which I did not talk about, is because we all have those archetypes and those capacities for those characters living within each of us yeah. at all times. Yeah. And I described, you know, essentially how Paul would say the, the flesh and the spirit. You have Cain and you have Abel. You have a great capacity to build up. Mm -hmm. You have a tremendous capacity to tear down. Yeah. You have a tremendous capacity to stay 
the victim and choose to, to stay powerless and helpless and stuck when in reality you're far less stuck than you might think that you are. Mm -hmm. So the victim mentality, I gave a few balancing statements. It has way less to do with that incident that happened and way more to do with an identity that you've adopted. Mm. Less about a moment, more about a mindset. So a victim mentality has very little to do with becoming a victim yeah. mm -hmm. and everything to do with choosing to stay a victim, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So you yeah. wanna not change at all, just self-identify as a victim and you will stay the same because you yeah. don't fully believe that you can change or yeah. if you're really being honest deep down you don't want to change or it's safer not to it'll cost mm. you too much yeah yeah well and for some people diving back into the pain of whatever placed them as a victim yeah can be terrifying oh yeah it's so intimidating because you kind of just want to pretend that didn't happen absolutely i'm gonna leave that there but then you don't heal, it's still an open wound. Right. And I think that's how I would describe living in the victim mentality is you're just kind of living with an open wound for the rest of your life. Yeah. And open wounds get infected. Yeah. And so it's only gonna get worse, but yeah. it's almost like you don't want to acknowledge it and go get surgery. Right. Because it's gonna hurt. Right, yeah. You know, to recover and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I was watching two characters on a TV show talking recently and both of them came from troubled childhoods and mm -hmm. messed up backgrounds mm -hmm. and, um, one of them was encouraging the other to like, go get therapy, go yeah. get therapy, mm -hmm. yeah. go get, and she just refused, refused, refused. Like I had a, I had a messed up childhood mm. and the protagonist in the situation said, you know, kids who live in messed up childhoods have to live in messed up childhoods. Adults who had messed up childhoods get therapy. Right. Mm. And it was a very like, and she could speak from authority because she had just done that. Wow. Mm. And she had put in, years of doing the deep work and facing the hard stuff and getting the surgery, not just yeah. looking for band-aids. Yeah. Like there is a way forward, yeah. no matter how, and this is where it's tough because anybody who is listening to this, like we all have very good reasons to say, how dare you say that to me because you have no idea what I've been through right. and 100% have no idea what you've been through, just like you don't know me either. All of us can say that and mean it to a different extent, mm -hmm. but the fact remains the same that there is a way forward to go. Yeah. It's, it's probably painful and it's easier to stay where you are. Um, yeah. but there is a way forward. You're not as, you're not as stuck as you might want to think that you are. Good. Good. Yes. That is good. Yep. Um, Sorry, I'm just freezing. So I'm <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> My so hands hard. are so cold. But right to now. bring that bring that to a bigger, more corporate scale, yeah. I said this in one of the one of the services, but not the others. Um, for the first time in, I think, world history, hmm. at least U.S. history, our generation doesn't believe that we can be more or do more than our parents' generation. Whoa, hmm. dang! Isn't that crazy? That feels important to talk about. How, that, how do they? How do they? measure that or how is that like true? How do they decide that's true of our generation? What's the I think data? just uh, like a ton of different surveys and studies Interesting. where they, mm. they ask millennials essentially, wow. do you believe that you can be more than your mm. parents? Do you Dang. believe that you can move the ball forward? You yeah. know, and I think so much of that is because for our specific generation, there's a lot of different factors that go into that. And I'm, 
I'll be the first to be so honest about the millennial generation and to believe in the future of the millennial generation at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But we were that generation that grew up, you know, you get participation trophies, yeah, you get yeah. told that you're awesome. Yeah. You get told you can do anything you want and be anything you want just because you want to do it and just because you want to be it. But then mm -hmm. all of a sudden you graduate high school. I graduated high school in 06 and then college in 2010. Mm -hmm. You graduate high school into a recession and then you graduate college into the real world where all of a sudden, like overnight, your degree means about an eighth of what it meant when yeah. you were a freshman in college. Yeah, right, and now right. you have a ton of student debt. And guess what? There's more recessions coming and a pandemic and wars. And it's just, yeah. and I, you could also say, well, there's been other tough times in human history. Of course, of mm -hmm. course, of course, mm -hmm. yeah. tougher times. Yeah, and yeah. generations like the greatest generation coming out of World War II who rose to it and became mm -hmm. more than the previous generation and therefore earned the nickname the greatest generation. Right. Of course. And, but that doesn't change, but still our generation has faced challenges, Yeah. you know? So that all kind of comes together to um, lead to a conclusive result in a bunch of studies that by and large a generation doesn't believe that they can Dang. do more or be more than the generation before them. Would you say that it's trendy to be victim? I feel like I see mm. that a lot. Oh yeah, where it's like trendy to, <laughs> mm -hmm. like almost self-diagnose or self-like get yourself into a sick uh, like a uh, symptoms of, like you feel like you are depressed, but like you actually aren't. Like you feel like all these things because everybody else feels mm -hmm. this. So you feel like you have to like be like everybody else. Yes, and it's like almost trendy to mm -hmm. be victim where people can give you the attention wow. or people can give you that when you don't yeah. actually, like yeah. you don't have to live like that. Absolutely, yeah. and it's so tricky because so much of it is valid. Yeah. Because bad things happen all yeah. the time. Like Jesus right. said, in this world, you'll have trouble. Tough things are gonna happen to you. People will do horrible things. The world is fallen. Mm -hmm. The devil is still at large. Things are very <laughs> challenging. And mm -hmm. so we have things that happen to us all the time that that make us victims. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the exact reason mm -hmm. that like, I don't know that you really want to get better. Mm -hmm. I don't know that you really want to change because when you're, you know, I had this illustration of the man on the mat. And so sitting on your, your victim, your powerless, your helpless mat, life is just safer. It requires nothing of you. And people ask you what happened and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And you get attention for it mm -hmm. and you're known for that. And that becomes your identity. And it's just more familiar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in order to, you know, we say all the time, I want to get well, I want to change for the better, but like, let me, I, I really do believe deep down you do, but I think there's the flesh part in all of us mm. that will choose, um, I'm going to stay here until the pain of staying here becomes greater than the pain of actually changing and doing something about mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And yeah, when you're surround when when you see other people just kind of opt for the yeah. for the easier decision of staying on their yeah. their quote unquote mat, then you you're like, well, that looks way easier. It's easier, than, and now it's trendy, or that's absolutely considered better. I yeah. feel like when we were in high school, you did not let people know your problems, so the pendulum was too far on one side of like <laughs> yeah. right. you put your best image forward. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to have everything together, be successful all that kind of stuff. That's what made people popular and cool and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. When my wife's brothers were in high school, they're, you know, decade or more younger than me. 
it was kind of shocking when I'd hear conversations they were having or when I'd ask them about their friends in school because it was like cool to have problems. It became mm -hmm. like, and really like to sad levels of like cutting yeah. and depression and things like that, that was kind of like a badge of honor mm -hmm. to get attention. And obviously these, there's a reason that these kids were doing that stuff. They were hurting. Yeah. But it was, I think, magnified and made worse because that became the pendulum swung to the other side of right. like, everything is a problem. I'm always hurt. I can't be, right. you know, a whole person. I'm so wounded. Mm -hmm. And I think our, maybe the younger end of millennials into Gen Z have kind of latched onto some of that, of st staying on the mat is the thing to do. Yeah. And we constantly need more and more and more attention yeah. for that stuff. And no, yeah. but not really steps towards healing. Yeah. Because it's kind of fun to now yeah. stay on the mat. Yeah, you can get a lot of views and a lot of likes by just putting a camera in front of you and for an hour having like Dang. a super vulnerable sure. confession time yeah. where you're just like, guys, I just wanna, in the name of authenticity, yeah. mm -hmm. which which is noble on surface level, of course, mm -hmm. but you know, the, the main message that gets preached or portrayed is, um, I think that's why, by the way, let me just back up for a second, we, there's something about these generations that love authenticity and vulnerability mm -hmm. for good reasons yep. and for maybe some not so good reasons. Mm -hmm. And the not so good reasons are the more that you're vulnerable about how you're stuck <clears throat> or about your struggles or your pain yeah. makes me feel like, okay, first of all, I'm not alone. That's the good part. I'm not isolated in this. But then second, it licensed me to not have to do anything about it and yeah. stay where mm -hmm. I am. And then it becomes an identity. It becomes an mm -hmm. identity. And that's, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know what might be helpful in this this whole framework is there has been a really interesting shift in this time frame that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, sociologists talk about moving from the age of authority to the age of authenticity. And, mm -hmm. and so for decades, the way that we found our purpose and our meaning was uh, in authority. And so I'm going to do this for my country or I'm going to do this for my, my workplace or I'm gonna do this for my family. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this for other people. Mm -hmm. And when that's the mentality, you don't have time really to be introspective mm -hmm. and, and notice that you have your own stuff to work mm -hmm. on because yeah. you gotta keep moving forward. Yeah. But the shift, um, has been towards now it's the age of authenticity where all of the purpose and the meaning has gone inward it's the new frontier into, into who we are yeah and so, so if you want to live a life of purpose and meaning you have to become so true to who you really are and let me say this there are some really good things to that sure. like that's a really healthy shift but i think that that has caused this this situation that we're that Kayla just pointed out where for decades nobody wanted to admit that they were on the mat and now nobody wants to get off the mat right right age of authority nobody has time to say oh I think I might be broken yeah age of authenticity mm. nobody wants to say I don't what if I heal I like yeah. I don't know who I am if I heal and That's so good. do you want to get well I don't really think I do and you hit on that just so yeah. brilliantly the, yeah. this past week. It's that's uh, yeah, that's really good. It's safer, um, you know. And and I said, I think we're stuck in a God's getting me ready season, mm -hmm. where it's more of a cul-de-sac instead of a through street. And there is absolutely a season where God is getting you ready, 
but you can just very easily stay stuck in it where God's about to do something in my life. Mm -hmm. God's about to heal me. God's about to call me. God's got plans for me tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it's way safer when it's an idea and it requires nothing yeah. of you. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so it's like when it's an idea, I don't have to, I don't have to do anything. I can just sort of, sort of sit in this like self-made anticipation that gives me purpose because it's tomorrow mm. and it will happen. So but true, then man. tomorrow it, it's again, it's tomorrow. And then next year it's, it's no, it's next yeah. year and it's next year and it's next year. Yeah. And God's never actually <clears throat> doing something today in you that wow. requires something from you. Yeah. Wow. I think that people are afraid to get off their mat and just go live a normal life. Mm -hmm. I feel like the young generation, it's like there's two options in their minds. You either become the founder of a unicorn company mm -hmm. and you're going to just crush it because that's right. what's preached on TikTok and all these things of like, you don't ever have to get a job. You can just have an idea and you're going to become yeah, a billionaire yeah. and all that. Yeah. So it's either it's that or because that's not working in my life, then I'm just going to stay on my mat and I have excuses for why. I'm not gonna go just get a normal job or live a normal yeah. life because right. I'm either gonna be the founder of a Silicon Valley unicorn or I'm gonna make excuses to not live a normal life. And our parents' generation and some of those older generations that very much just lived the life of working hard yeah. and providing for their families yeah, right. and kind of normal stuff that I think the younger generation has come to resent in some ways. I was at a coffee shop and I was mm -hmm. overhearing a guy next to me in a job interview and he's probably in his 20s. And his whole thing was like, yeah, my dad, like I watched him work really hard, blue collar job my whole life. He's still working. And like, that's just not for me. Like, I'm not going to do that. I want to retire when I'm 40. I'm going to, and all this stuff. And I was kind of like, what, unless you have some novel idea or some plan, you're interviewing for a job right now at somebody else's company. So unless you see yourself going right. somewhere this that isn't I the don't right, right now. This isn't the right place to say that. Yeah, why are you saying that in a job interview? <laughs> it was in his interview? In his interview. Okay. But yeah. uh, but I think that is so much the mentality, and I don't. I, I think a lot of it's preached on TikTok and social media, yeah. stuff like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that causes that mentality. But it, I think it makes people look at a normal life where you kind of have issues and you deal with them and then you work to serve other people and stuff like, that's not for me. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's kind of a sad, lost... It reality is, that man. most people live that life right yeah and it's more on it's like when you when you are doing that that sort of just nine to five job that is maybe a grind for you and you have millions of examples on on your phone all the time of people who seem to be just crushing it and living your dreams get paid to travel it makes yeah. this yeah. it makes what you're doing yeah. unbearable because it's like the dichotomy between it's the contrast mm. yeah. there's such a contrast between the life you see around you that you could have maybe because mm -hmm. they do and the life that you're actually living today wow. yeah. where before it was just you know there wasn't that contrast and so this was a lot more not just bearable but enjoyable yeah mm. normal was yeah you know yeah. yeah well and if you are on your mat so to speak and you're looking out at the world and like i only want to do this path that's going to lead me to be this tech mogul or whatever like even if you get that, that's not going to heal the stuff in you. That's not going right. to, I think there's a myth yeah. too of the success right. and the influence and the fame that will, then I'll be a whole person. Right. Then I'll have everything I've ever needed. It's interesting. I, I read that story again of the man on the mat. Yeah. And at the very end of the story, Jesus finds him again yeah. at the temple yeah. and he tells him, 
hey, stop sinning mm-hmm. so something worse doesn't happen to you. And you kind of read that first of like, oh, gosh, is oh. Jesus like, hey, you better not screw this up or I'll come back and like mm-hmm. put you back on the mat and worse. <laughs> but I think what he's saying is, hey, you have a new life to live now. Go yeah. live that life. Don't go back to your old ways. Don't go back right. to the things that other yeah. people around you are going to say, now you can do this. Now you can do that. Like, right. follow me yes. into the new life I have for you. Or you're going to find yourself on a different mat somewhere else if yeah. you follow your own path in yeah. yes. the way that you would do things. Yep, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, how often have we heard that story where somebody thinks that uh, lots of money or lots of fame will fix the the problem deep down and, and then two years go by and you see them right back in that same problem, mm-hmm. except now nobody wants to hear their sob story because they're rich or famous or they have that influence or that thing that the rest of us want. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you just hear like, I don't know, when I when I when I hear people talk about that place, it just seems like such a lonely place to be yeah. um, where it's like, hey, all of the, these things, these like the things that we're chasing after money, influence, all of that, they're great. Yeah. They also don't fix the problem that put you on the mat in the first place. Right. That's why Jesus, like his mentality was so brilliant that he he got down to the, the very core of this guy's insecurities mm-hmm. and helped him yeah. get up and move on from yeah. there. So it's like, I, it's yeah. just such a great story, man. When you see celebrities who commit suicide and everyone's just stunned. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? everything right. that the world wants, you yeah. got you got there. Yeah. How could you get to uh, such a dark place? But yeah. sadly, they found out that yeah. that doesn't heal all that stuff. And yeah. that's where I think Jesus is coming to this mm-hmm. man. Like, there's one way yeah. out of this for you yeah. to actually heal. You got to come with me because <sighs> the world is going to continue to keep putting you back on a mat Correct. somewhere else. Because all of those things are great outcomes, but they're horrible purposes. Yeah. When you make the fame, when you make the influence, yeah. when you make the, the good life, whatever that is for you, so to speak, the purpose, it's a horrible purpose. It's a great outcome, great outcome. Of, pers- of pursuing a purpose yeah. of, and, and purpose can be like, if you are in that nine to five job, purpose is, man, I'm providing for my family. Mm-hmm. I'm working this job to create opportunities for to go do what I love outside of these hours where I'm working. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working towards a, a different future, even if it's 10 years from now, that you drag so much purpose into the present, into a job that would have before been mundane and monotonous. Yeah. Now it has purpose because it's part of a bigger story in your life. Right. Yeah. Part of your purpose also, I believe, is you personally changing. And, and getting that counseling and doing the deep work yeah. and facing that shadow yeah. and integrating it into the rest of your life. Mm. Um, do you want you to, to change? Yeah. You changing, I believe, is part of yeah. your purpose. I'm called to, I am called to not be the same. Like the person in your high school yearbook who wrote Never Change. <laughs> sounds sweet, sounds great. It's terrible, terrible advice. Terrible, terrible advice. Idea. Hopefully, please God, I hope you're not yeah. the same person as Don't you were in, your yeah. high school in 2006. <laughs> yeah. You know Voldemort. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like you great should. Great callback, right? Thank you. Exactly. You should, you should yeah. change. You should change. And taking ownership of that, one thing I was going to put in the message, but I didn't have room for it, was ownership and that victim mentality. Like you show your victim card. Mm-hmm. When you pray, God, would you change the outcome of my decisions? Mm-hmm. Versus, okay. God, would you change me so that I make better decisions? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh yeah. Like God, it, like the perfect example is is um, like sex outside of marriage. God, would you mm. would you change the outcome of my decisions? Would you keep my heart from getting broken? Mm-hmm. Keep me from getting hurt. Mm. <clears throat> Protect me. Keep like. 
Keep unplanned pregnancies out of my story. Mm. Change the outcome of my mm. decisions versus the prayer shifts when you go, God, would you begin to change Good. me from yeah. the inside out so that I start to make better decisions that are more consistent with mm. who I really am and what I really want out Good. of life. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I feel like probably some prayers I threw out in high school and college, God was like, here's an easy solution. Stop drinking till you're blacked out. Right. Yeah. And then you don't have to right. pray right. to get home safe right? and get in your car or pray yeah. to, yeah. you know, not have some bad situation arise from a girl or whatever. Like, yeah. Maybe if you just yeah. changed how you operated yeah. and you lived, yeah. then those outcomes wouldn't happen. So that brings to, uh, we were just talking about this yesterday with our staff, the book Atomic Habits mm -hmm. uh, explains this so well that we're always outcome focused, and that's true of our prayers, um, but the outcomes root back through processes to our identity. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that is what was so good about what you pointed out in that sermon is Jesus isn't just asking this guy, do you wanna be able to walk again? He's asking him, do you wanna change how you see the world and how you right. live and operate? You're right. gonna, you are gonna yeah. change as a person. Mm -hmm. And so it's gonna be cool that you can walk and get up off this map, but it's gonna also be a daily process yeah. as you are transforming and your identity is changing and you yeah. can't call yourself a victim anymore. Right. You're not the guy on the mat anymore. Right. And all those things that came with it, that's the deepest question. Do you want your identity to change? And I think a lot of us don't think it can. Mm -hmm. We don't think that's possible. Mm. Or we've just said, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And so too bad. Mm -hmm. um, but if, that, if you can get down to your root identity level mm -hmm. and be willing to let God change that, mm -hmm. that to me is where the outcomes, of course, are going to change. Life is going to change. You're going to have a whole different yeah. everything when it comes to life. Right. But that takes daily work. And so I feel like this is a math problem of yeah. the young generation of like all these factors I'm seeing as we're talking that add up to why so many people are staying on their mats. Combine that again with Amazon Prime Life. Yeah, and dude, nobody totally. wants to do hard work and do right. a daily process and right. go to or counseling wait. weeks dude. and weeks mm -hmm. and Play weeks the long and years. Game. Like, yeah. We don't live like that. I bet right. you I bet you there's someone listening right now. What's the date today? January 17th. We're 17 days into the new year. I bet you there's somebody listening right now going uh who 17 days ago was like, "Okay, this year is going to be different. My outcome's going to be different." Mm -hmm. And sometime in the last 17 days, they found out that it's not. They've mm -hmm. gone back to that thing. And so now they're already punting on 2024. Yeah. And they're like, well, maybe in 2025, I'll, I'll change the outcome. And it's mm -hmm. because we're so hyper-focused on outcome yeah. that we forget that the process is actually like, it takes a long mm -hmm. time, man. Yeah. Like it takes months to change. It takes years to change. Yeah. But you can change a little bit today, right? And, yeah. and so for that person who's already going, well, I, I, I thought I could change my identity, but obviously I can't. What we want to say is, no, you can you can, mm -hmm. you can, but it's going to take consistency in the right direction and longevity. And so mm -hmm. keep coming back, keep pressing in, keep praying, keep reading your Bible, keep doing these things. The spiritual disciplines, like they just require frequency and they require consistency. Mm -hmm. But when you do them, little by little, a little becomes a lot. Yeah. Right. Well, you told me this morning, you're like, man, I'm just afraid that nobody's actually doing 21 days of prayer and fasting. Yeah, dude. you know, like if is anyone actually doing this? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that fear comes from that reality of human beings that are like 21 days. That's a lot of time. I'm gonna be hungry. You know, like there's just all these reasons why yeah. we can justify like that's a lot. It's gonna be too much. So we stay the same. Yeah, you yeah. know, we yeah. don't we don't see change in our lives. Yeah, 
while all the while the Jesus is standing there like, it might take some hard work, but I right. can promise you I got something yeah. better on the other side of this. Right. But do you actually want to get to the roots of your identity? Because right. he can change those things. Right. We just are unwilling, I think. It's like the process of prayer. I remember Sean, our pastor, saying um, the process of prayer or the pursuit of a, of a answered prayer will change you yeah. in mm -hmm. ways that actually getting your prayer answered never actually could. Good. It's great. I hope that answer prayer comes as soon as possible. But your pursuit, the yeah. daily yeah. getting into the presence of God yeah. and the struggle yeah. and the grind and the messiness of the middle, yeah. which you're going to preach about this coming week, like all of that yeah. stuff, that is where you really are yeah. changed. Yeah, and so totally. it's the days where you feel like I'm not seeing anything happening above the surface. Yeah. Actually, most of it, most of real change happens beneath the yeah. surface, yeah. you probably change more that day than you even know, but yeah. you're giving up because you're not seeing the evidence yet. Yeah. But anything is possible with God if you give him enough yeah. time. It's yeah. like getting into shape. Like a person decides I'm gonna lose this much weight and then a year later they've done it. Yeah. They're not a different person right then because they weigh less. Right, right. They're a different person because they spent a year learning that they could do hard things yeah. and they could make sacrifices and they could say no to things and they could see their life change. That all compounds day by day by day by day to where they are a different person a year Man. later. But it's not just because the goal got met. It's yeah. the process that got yeah, you Yeah, so hey, so get to church this weekend because this is all what I'm talking about, oh, the, the messy middle. And if you resonate with any of this, like we we get it. You're, yeah. you're human. This is part of the process. Mm -hmm. um, but but be there because we got some, I, I think this weekend's going to be really, really helpful and practical for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. This is a quote from another Donald Miller book called A Million Miles in a Thousand Years where he said, uh, I think this is when most people give up on their stories. They come out of college wanting to change the world, wanting to get married, wanting to have kids and change the way people buy office supplies. But they get into the middle and discover it was harder than they thought. Mm -hmm. They can't see the distant shore anymore and they wonder if their paddling is moving them forward. None of the trees behind them are getting smaller. None of the trees ahead are getting bigger. They take it out on their spouses and they go looking for an easier story. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, that when you're talking about we're the generation that doesn't believe we can do more than our parents, I think it's that we don't want to. We're just like, I don't want to work that hard. Yeah. I don't want to try. Huh. I don't want to have to. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of hang out and yeah. binge some shows and scroll on social media and get by and hope that I mm -hmm. strike gold on becoming an influencer. Or whatever, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or at least, um, you know, to, to go back to the villain and the victor that all of us have the capacity for within us yeah. or the flesh and the spirit. When Jesus is praying in the garden of Gethsemane mm -hmm. and he keeps asking his buddies to stay awake and they keep falling asleep, he comes back and he says, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah. And Eugene Peterson paraphrases it in the message like this. He said, there is a part of you that is ready and eager and willing for all the things God has in you and for you. Mm -hmm. And the other part of you is as lazy as an old dog by a dying fire. Yeah. Right, right, you right. have both of those capacities. Yeah. Yeah. And the one that you feed is the one that, is the one that leads. Yep. The one that you give more attention to is... The one that you nurture is the one that grows and the one that you starve kind of shrinks back. Yeah. And yeah. so I think deep down, everybody's got that in them. Your spirit, mm -hmm. that part yeah. of you that is oh, ready yeah. and willing and eager, um, it just kind of goes dormant yeah. over time because it's more challenging. But when you start to feed that and nurture that, once again, mm -hmm. that's, a big, that's a big call to, to fasting. 
is mm -hmm. you starve, you go without what you want so that you can start tapping into what you really need. Right. You starve the, the flesh part of you mm -hmm. and you awaken the spirit part of you. And one of them, the flesh was in the driver's seat and the spirit was in the passenger seat, but fasting switches the roles yeah. and says, spirit, you're, you're driving. Yeah. It's the part of me that's ready for all things that God has for me. That part of me is calling the shots today. Yeah. That part of me is making the yeah. decision. This other part of me, the flesh, that I used to feed all the time because it's easier, that part of me is gonna start to shrink and die. Mm. And that I think is an internal picture of change, yeah. is when the, the, the victor part of you that God right. made and put in you begins to get stronger yeah. and rise to the challenge. Yeah. And the villain part of you or Dude. the victim part of you even begins to get quieter yeah. and more and more yeah. subtle. But you have nothing to, uh, you have to do that on purpose. Dude, you have to, and nothing makes that happen like fasting. No, it's probably the, it's fa it's like the fast pass at Disney World. <laughs> it really is, we were there. Man. We were there a few yeah. months ago, and you get so yeah. mad because oh, yeah. you're waiting in line for the Buzz Lightyear ride. Yeah, for a two minute ride. It's 90 minute, it's a 90 minute wait. And right when you're like, you've been in, you've been in line for an hour and 15 minutes and then this family just kind of cuts right in yeah, front yeah, of you because yeah, yeah. they have the fast pass. Yep. Fasting is the fast pass yeah. to change. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And the more that you push yourself in it, yeah. the more that, I mean, it's harder, right. but that pain Dude. is changing you. Yeah. You know and what I mean? You, can, you yeah. can stay bitter at that family that's just going by or you can get yourself a fast pass by fasting <laughs> but and get, really, get in on the game. But really, yeah. So if you're listening, well, we got, they, yeah, we that got, family paid a price that you weren't willing to pay. And they you paid can do for that, that fast pass. We got yeah. 10, 10 days left mm -hmm. in this fast, something like that. Yeah. Jump in, be a part of it. All the yes. information is on is on our website. It's on our app. There's, mm -hmm. there's ways to do this. We would love for you to join us. It's not easy. Um, I don't feel great today, um, but at a deeper level, I know that, that I'm saying no to the flesh and the spirit is, is yeah. coming alive and, in me. Yeah. things are changing yeah. as you do it. Yeah. So to, to say that to a, to a generation, because it's not everybody, it's just a, and there's really good reasons behind why you feel like you can't do more or be more than the generation before you. Mm -hmm. There's really good reasons to that. Yeah. And the part of you that's eager and ready and willing just gets tired of trying and starts to shrink back and grow quieter and quieter, but it's not gone. Yeah. It is still very yeah. much there. And if it's and that's who you truly are. That is your true identity. Yeah. Beneath the the flesh is like that's where you're, you know, that's where you're timid. Mm -hmm. That's where you're scared of confrontation. Yeah. That's where you're not a morning person. Mm -hmm. That's where you're you're insecure. That's that's all of that stuff. But and it's loud. But it's not who you really are. Yeah. That's why Jesus to the man on the mat was essentially saying, Are you ready to become who you really are? Because mm -hmm. he is the end, he's the beginning to the end, which means he sees the end from the beginning and he knows who you really can be. So he'll call you, like I said on Sunday, he'll call you righteous while you're still addicted because yeah. he knows and sees who you really can be. And he's trying to speak to that part of you and awaken that up. Mm. And I, you know. So would you say that we have like two tiers of identities? We have the biblical truth identity and then we have the identity that we ourselves can like, make. Um, Ethan, yesterday huh. you talked to our staff about like the habits from the Atomic Habits book, but the habits that make your identity. Mm -hmm. So, and I love the example that the book shared where you can explain it about the smoker. And I oh, thought that yeah. that was such like a good perspective of like, you're giving yourself a new identity, but that identity 
comes from like what you really are in Christ. Mm. So it's like tears to the identity, Mm -hmm. um, tears that you like an identity that you give yourself living from the identity that you know you have in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that if you want to explain that, I think that would really help people because they know like, okay, now I know I can change, but it's like how, and Mm -hmm. I think that just having that like, simple shift of how you go about talking to yourself yeah. inwardly is so good and has already yeah. like it's only been like two days <laughs> but it's already like helped me to like yes, stop Kayla. myself That's awesome yes Let's go um and just yeah. even this the process good. of thinking well in the book he uses an example of someone gets offered like a cigarette and one person says oh i'm trying to quit and one person says i'm not a smoker mm. and the difference between those two identities and how they see themselves will lead them to a different outcome. Because if you're trying to quit, trying to quit, trying to quit, you're always kind of have the justification or excuse when you fall. But when you say, I'm not a smoker, that's an identity thing that I just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Now we're all human. So I think we ebb and flow and that book is not written from a Christian perspective. And so f- what I would say is, I don't think it's just enough to just say that to myself every day. You know, like if you took that to a new, like a ridiculous level, if like I tell myself every day, oh, I'm a professional athlete. Like that doesn't make me a professional right. athlete. No. Um, but when you're talking about real identity roots that actually are affecting you every right. day of your life, right. uh, the power of Christ will change those things and cement in you who you really are yeah. in those things. And I think, and we've been talking about this, there are some identities to the tier that you're saying that we attach to ourselves and then assume that's how God made us. And so that's mm-hmm. how we're going to be for the rest of our lives. And that can either be this limiting factor that we don't even realize, or it's an excuse to not actually go live the life that he has for us. Um, so a basic example in my life, and I said this earlier, if I, like, I wanted to get more discipline in my life, I wanted to get my like workout regimen in place. I wanted to start my days reading scripture and like letting God first start my day. All that stuff is great. But if I call myself and I always say, I'm not a morning person. Yeah. Then I'm never going to actually see those things change because I have attached that identity to myself. I'm just not a morning person. I'm not a morning Mm -hmm. person. Well, when did that happen? Because I like to sleep. Because maybe when I was a teenager, I was sleeping in and my parents were like, this guy's not a morning person, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I just say, that's who I am now. It's right. Like, no, that doesn't have to be how you are now. So that's right. an easy example. So There's good, deeper, yeah. probably more sinister identities that we hold on to to say, this is sure. who I am. Sure. But yes, it's possible to change and your habits will change, but they won't really change and do anything long-term unless you get to the root of your identity of the, the roots that you are believing about yourself. Yeah that are holding you back to those things because maybe you'll get excited for two days and you'll wake up early. And then by the third or fourth day, you're like, yeah, I'm just not a morning person, so I'll try something else. You have to change that root identity and start to believe that is true. And when you have the secret weapon of the power of Christ of the Holy Spirit working through your life, I think you bring those things to him and you can actually see that identity change to where I look back now and I'm like, no, I am a different person. And that one identity route has changed a whole lot of different outputs and outcomes in my life that have led me to be a different person. Um, and I'm grateful for that. And so I think that it's actually in that whole, that book is genius because his whole point is we get excited about something like this and we just decide I'm going to do all these crazy big things. Yeah, it starts yeah, with just yeah, little yeah. changes in your life, starting with just your identity. And those yeah. tiny little atomic changes will create seismic results in your mm. life if you start there. And so maybe that's encouraging for some people that are like, I have so much that needs to change, but I don't even know where I could start. It's actually, I'd recommend that book, Atomic Habits, but yeah. it's actually some little things that could yeah. start you. Yeah. And then gr- that grows. You know, it all starts with one packet of AG1. <laughs> That's right. Every morning. 
That's right. And before you know it, you're a healthy person. <laughs> Athletic greens. But that's why it, it kind of snowballs in either direction for the good or the bad. So, and it, it goes identity and then action, identity and then action. So I believe I'm this person, yeah. therefore, and then it leads me. So I'm a, I'm a smoker. Mm-hmm. So then I'm a smoker trying to quit, but I'm a smoker. So eventually I'm going to smoke. And then yeah. that action of smoking reinforces my identity that I'm a smoker, mm-hmm. which leads to more action of more smoking. Yeah. And then it begins to those two begin to compound in the negative direction versus mm-hmm. changing the identity of, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not a smoker. I'm not a smoker. And yeah. then your brain gets evidence of it by the action that follows yep. the identity of, okay, I'm not a smoker. So this week I, you know, I filled up my gas, I filled up my car at the gas station, but I didn't go in right. to the gas station um, to buy cigarettes or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And that's evidence for my brain and this identity and then it reinforces the identity that I'm not a smoker, yeah. which reinforces me to more a little bit more easily make the action decision to not smoke again next week. And so, but it but it begins with it, that's why like resolutions and stuff. And it's still January. I love January. I love resolutions. But the main question you should be asking is um, who who am I? Who do I want to become rather than what do I want to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who right. who do I want to become? Because right. if I can answer that, then well, okay, this person will do these three things. Yeah. So I'll go do these three things because yeah. I'm this person. Yeah. Rather than trying to just change a few things you do in hopes it's going to change, in hoping right. that it's going right. to change who you are. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You start with the core. You get you get to the core of it. The that's identity it. issue. Yep. Yeah. That's every, why Jesus will will call you that before you act like it. Right. Mm. And every outcome is a vote for or against that identity. Right. 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 And so that's where I think these little things that you start to give yourself votes for. No, I am a morning person. No, I'm not a smoker. Whatever that that identity yeah. thing is for you. I'm not a victim. Right. And I'm not going to entertain that right now because right. I am a victor. Yeah. And, and the last. Let's finish with this. Yeah. You earlier were talking about. There's one last part of the villain, victim, hero, yeah. then there is the guide. The guide. Said. Talk yes. a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. The guide up. is, um, yeah, because when you say hero, it kind of, it don't think superhero. Right, think right. the broken, insecure person who had paralyzing self-doubt at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. who had something bad happen, and they had a challenge, they had to rise to the occasion, and it transformed them in the process and they overcame it Mm -hmm. because they transformed and they were willing to walk through it. Um, So all of a sudden, the hero is much more approachable and much more relatable. You don't have to be Thor or Superman. You you just have to be willing to rise to the occasion. You know, it's crazy, like if you're writing a movie and you have a protagonist and you have the person who, this person's gonna be the one who is the hero and rises to the occasion, the greatest thing that could happen to your protagonist at the start of the story is something bad, right? right? Because it, it gets them, it gets them to overcome right. something, right. Right. and all of a sudden that's relatable, mm-hmm. you know. And so, so when you think a hero, think more relatable. And then the guide is somebody who has been there and made that change in their life before, right? And they've been the hero yeah. time and time again. They've yeah. seen wins. And now they're helping other people win, yeah. which really, when it plays out in life, that's where real purpose mm-hmm. and happiness is found. Yes, yeah. is you think, yeah, and it, yeah, when you overcome that in your life, you know, if you have something to overcome, if you have a gap, all that means is you have an opportunity for happiness and joy. 
Because every time you bridge it and every time you rise to the occasion, you're met with joy and happiness on the other side. So if you have chasms or gaps, if you will, think opportunities for progress, which equates to opportunities for happiness in my life. And that's relatable to other people. The guide is somebody who helps other people realize that. And that's, that's, the work that you get to one day where you can go, I overcame this and I can help somebody else. Yes. That I think so many people are being robbed from, going yes. back to all that we talked about totally. today, of all these factors of a culture that is not encouraging people to get up off their mats and walk because we want instant gratification yeah. or it's not happening or we don't want to work hard or whatever it is. Yeah. There's all these limiting factors that are keeping us from the ultimate purpose of getting to walk with somebody else Yeah, through the story Man. that you once walked through. And how many... I think of like five friends off the top of my head that have conquered addiction and all they want to do is help other people get mm-hmm. That's it, right? Yeah. And to a very small scale, like I love helping people craft their time budgets and calendars and getting yeah. their lives organized, yeah. as yeah. lame as that sounds, yeah. because I needed that and I saw what it's done in my life and I want somebody else to experience that. Yes. That guide place is such an awesome point yeah. to reach yeah. in parts of our lives that too many people are getting robbed from. Yeah, and I, I worry that we're going to have a lack of guides going forward mm. of like, like, I mean, and I mean that just as a challenge and as a call to, to help fill that quota. Um, we with, there's always going to be younger generations coming up and those younger generations are always going to need guides. Mm. And if you're looking for purpose and fulfillment in your life, there is no greater purpose and fulfillment than reaching back and helping Mm. the next generation move forward. And there's a thousand different ways to do that. But I want to just, just put that call out. Like if, if, if you're like, well, but why am I even doing all this work? Why am I even fasting? Why am I? It's because it's so that you can get to a point where you can reach back and have actual, not just influence, but, but transformative impact on the younger generation's life. Yeah. 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 And you will see, you will, you will then experience the, you want to talk about real happiness and real joy, you know? So if you're, if you're on a mat, so to speak, maybe because something happened or, um, I just, man, you have what an opportunity. Your story could be a survival guide for a hundred other people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you wait, you want to feel purpose. You just wait. You can trace the apostle Paul's life through those exact things. Yes. He probably had some reasons to be a victim, victim of the religious life that he grew up in, all those kinds of pressures put on him, all that kind of stuff became a villain. Then he became this hero. And eventually his letters are the picture of a guide who has all of this beautiful wisdom Mm -hmm. to pour to people and also the ability to call people and say, I know what you think about yourselves, but that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. Jesus has come to call you into a new life, yeah. mm-hmm. a resurrected life, and I'm calling you to go live that because I need more people to write letters like this, more people to share yeah. this mm-hmm. kind of truth with other people. And that's the legacy of the church. That's what mm-hmm. we're supposed to be is yeah, guides with, so good, through man. all of this stuff. So good stuff. Yeah. Good thanks, stuff, guys. Man. A nice day. Kayla, thanks for your input today. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Do it more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, As always on the Afterthoughts podcast, we like to thank our sponsors. So thank you to Athletic Greens, a comprehensive, convenient daily nutrition with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients made for just about everybody and made in a cool place, New Zealand. Wow. Thanks to Athletic Greens for becoming our first sponsor. Thanks to all of you for watching. Keep commenting and we'll keep responding. Share this with somebody else. Let's go. Have a great week.